0: He's our Aussie correspondent based out of Sydney, New South Wales, but he's been on a bit of a ticky tour in recent weeks. Today we find him in southern New South Wales at a place somewhere near Gundagai. What a great name that is.
1: Yeah, absolutely, on a track leading back to an old mountain shack on the road to Gundagai, that's exactly where we are, in a little place called Jugiong, which is right on the Murrumbidgee River, one of our favourite little free camping spots here, an old showground that we just camped next to the river, and, uh, yeah, we love it here. So we're on our way back. We'll be back in Sydney by the end of the week, Jamie.
0: Chris, meet pies and chips, or meat pies and chips, the Aussie staples are there to get dearer, like everything else due to the Ukraine wheat and gas price effect.
1: Yes, that's right, and they sort of, uh, although there are two different reasons why the meat pies and chips are going up in value and um, going up in cost, uh, of course, as far as the wheat meat is concerned, meat pies, it's mainly due to the effect of wheat prices on the pastry, and they look like they're going to get maybe as much as 10 or 15% dearer to buy, and chips, because of there's only one manufacturer of pre-made chips in Australia, he's over in Western Australia, and his gas price has gone up through the roof because uh, the world gas price has gone up and that's affected what he has to pay for it locally. So it looks like the Aussie staple of meat, pie and chips is going to become a, a more exclusive meal, Jamie.
0: Mind you, you might run a bit short of honey on your toast for your breakfast, Chris, because you've got a Varroa might scare. This is a real threat to the, uh, to the apiculture industry.
1: Well, this is a real problem and, of course, you guys, as you know, wiped out 90% of the New Zealand bee industry a few years ago when you had the same problem. Um, they've got these sentinel hives around some of the big ports here in Australia, and they picked the Varroa mite up in some sentinel hives. In, I think in four out of six hives around the port of Newcastle. So they immediately quarantined the area. They've now found it at Bulla Dealer, which is a little town about 50 k's north, I suppose, of Newcastle. Um, so they've they've actually destroyed over 600 hives now in the quarantine area, um, as in killed all euthanised all the bees and then burnt the hives Um, and they've also there were some hives that had been shipped not that far previously out to Trangy, which is right out in central New South Wales. And although they couldn't find any trace of the varroa mite in those hives, they destroyed all them for good measure as well. Um, so they're taking this very seriously because it's a $70 million industry here in Australia, uh, and we not only through the honey, but also through the shipping of queens overseas uh, and the moving of hives. Uh, I'm actually involved in a little operation uh, producing um, honey as well and uh, you know it's, it is a big business which they don't want to see disappear and varroa mite is exactly the disease as it has in the rest of the world. I think Australia up to now is the only continent in the world that doesn't have varroa mite so we want to hang on that status not see what happened in New Zealand uh, and make sure that we uh, manage to save the industry so fingers crossed we'll be able to do that but a very hard task Jamie.
0: Biosecurity is so important important. Another industry under threat is your live cattle exports uh, into Indonesia, amongst other places. Foot and mouth really taking hold there.
1: Yeah, look, foot and mouth is just wiping cattle out everywhere up there, and they're, they're very paranoid about it. And of course, the cattle price in Australia are very high, so the Indonesians are not prepared to buy expensive Australian cattle and then just watch them die of foot and mouth disease. So uh, there are people up there, up in the Pilbara, who haven't shipped a single beast over to Indonesia in the last month. Uh, most of that, those cattle are coming across to the East Coast. And happily, the restocker market over here, where people are restocking both farms and feedlots, uh, means that they can get good prices, although it's not as good as they net receive over in the when they ship them live cattle because of the distance involved with the transport. It's still able to sell and make money out of the cattle when they bring them over. So they're being saved by that at the moment. But um, well, let's hope that that uh, that disease comes under control, or at least they come in a way of quarantining the feedlots to give them confidence to buy the Australian uh, cattle again, Jamie, because that certainly long term would affect the farmers up there greatly it's their primary source and there's hardly any abattoirs up there there's one new abattoir reopened in darwin that does 300 head a day Um, virtually no portable abattoirs so their options for getting rid of those cattle are live exports or shipping them over east
0: Hey, Chris Russell, I'm out of time. Thanks for yours. Really looking forward to that state of origin decider. How did we ever let Ivan Cleary and his son Nathan go from the Warriors? I don't know, but anyhow, uh, he's certainly starring for the Cockroaches up against the Cane Toads. Thanks for your time.
1: No worries, Jamie.